Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 Making a Job Offer. My name is Thomas Rock Lindsay, and I'm your small business ally, instructor, and servant. I'm here to help you thrive in your role as an employer. I provide employer intelligence to you, the small business owner, and help you become an employer brainiac in just about seven minutes every Tuesday and Thursday. So you've created a job description. You've posted the job opening using your applicant tracking system. You sorted through all the applications. You talked to 20 candidates over the phone. You interviewed eight, and you finally found the best human for the job. Congratulations. Now what? We'll find out in this episode of Small Biz Brainiac. Let's rock this. We've learned about the first three steps in the hiring process in earlier episodes. In episode two, creating a job description, we learned about how to define the position. In episode 12, where to find employees, we learned where to fish. And in episode 13, applicant tracking systems, we learned how to manage the hunt. The next step is to make the job offer. After all the hard work finding them, you don't want to give the candidate a reason to reconsider or reject your offer. You don't want to drop the ball now and scare them away. You're on the five-yard line. It's time to drive it home and win the game. Is this an art or a science? It's both. You'll want to find the process that fits your culture, a process that's true to who you are. That said, there are some universal truths that you should follow. Before we go down this road, I want to take a step back and tell you about these five interview questions to ask your final candidates. I came across these in an article on Monster.com written by Paul Falcone. Paul's an author of 12 HR-related books, including 96 Great Interview Questions. Paul suggests that you don't make a job offer before asking these questions. At first, I thought these were for professional positions only, But after really pondering them, I think they work for a much broader range of positions. Not for entry level, but pretty much everything else. These are excellent questions and I'm definitely going to incorporate them into my own process. Question one. This is actually two questions. What would be your next logical move in career progression if you remained with your current employer? And how long would it take to get to the next step? The answer to this question may shed some light on why this person's leaving their current employer and whether or not your offer is going to be used to leverage a promotion. Question two, remind me again why accepting a position with our company would make sense for you from a career development standpoint. How would you explain this move to a prospective employer five years from now? This will get your candidate thinking about how awesome the opportunity is and it'll give you some leverage in the compensation negotiations. Question three, if we were to make you a job offer today, when would you be in a position to either accept it or reject it? In other words, pal, are you serious about wanting to work here or are you going to put me off while you wait for the other guy to call you? Question four, again, if we were to make you an offer, tell me ideally when you'd be able to start. How much notice would you need to give your present employer? I like getting this out on the table and nailing down just how much time they'll need. You can be flexible, 
but we don't want too much time to go by or they may bail on you. Question 5. At this point, dollar-wise, would you accept our job offer? And at what point, dollar-wise, would you reject it? This question's a doozy, and it's the first serve in the wage negotiations process. If they stumble over the answer, Paul Falcone suggests you say something like, I'm asking you this question because I'd like you to help me gauge your level of interest. Share with me the ideal salary offer you'd like to hear versus what that walkaway point might be for you. Now, this is one question that really had me wondering, but I love it because it's such a departure from the normal approach to waiting until the written offer. Not that it doesn't come up in the interview process. I always ask what their current salary is, what they're currently looking for. Plus, the position's pay range is already established and published so they know what to expect coming in. But I like the specificity of the question and closing out the final interview with it. This way, it's not a surprise when the offer letter shows up and you might end up getting a better value. Obviously, it's not a question for entry-level positions, but we've already established that. Okay, now for the process and the elements of the offer. Be decisive and strike while the iron's hot. You've made your decision, so get on it. Time's not your friend at this point. If you've made a good choice, then you're competing against other employers, and the early bird gets the worm. Next is call them. Don't make the offer contact via email. Call the candidate as soon as you have made your decision and let them know that they're the lucky winner out of some really great prospects. Tell them that you're excited to be extending them an offer. Have a conversation and be enthusiastic. Tell them what's next. Let them know what the process is from here and when to expect an offer letter. You can play it by ear, but use the offer letter and these next points as your guide. Tell them about the compensation, so go over the pay rate or salary and talk about the insurance benefits, the paid time off, the vacation policy, the 401k plan, and whatever other perks you offer. You don't need to do a deep dive into the benefits. You can save that for the orientation. Go over the details of when they can start and address any anxiety over giving their current employer notice. Talk about your workplace culture and where they'll be working. Remind them of who their supervisor is, assuming it isn't you, and the name of the department they'll be working in. Go over the dress code so they don't show up looking like a fish out of water. Tell them how the first day is going to go down. Show up at 9, fill out some paperwork, the orientation process, etc. Finally, tell them what the deadline is for accepting the offer. Next, ask them if they accept the offer. Jeff Hayden, an Inc. Magazine contributor, puts it this way. He calls it the killer question. Quote, I interviewed two other good candidates for this job. Can I tell them? The job has been filled, end quote. Send a formal written offer letter. It should be detailed, and the more the better. This is your sales pitch. They're going to read the whole thing. And it's important that all the benefits you told them about are in the offer letter. That's why you complete the letter before the call. Put all the elements I've told you about into the letter. You'll also want to include at-will employment language, and if applicable, the fact that you'll require them to complete a non-compete and or confidentiality agreement or any other conditions or contingencies. And finally, the letter should require their signature and have a due date. Well, there you have it. Let's recap. Before the offer, at the final interview, ask the Paul Falcone questions. Once you've made a decision, call the candidate quickly and go over the key elements of the offer. Get an acceptance or at least a tentative one. Follow up with a formal written offer. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. 
Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.